finally, the WrestleManiacs have come back to your airwaves. We have the People's Choice, Don Rodriguez. Here and under the weather. All he needs is an onion sandwich. He'll be back in the game by tomorrow. You know it. <laughs> and you got me, the big guy, KG. Uh, I guess I'm following uh, the People's Choice under the weather because I, I'm getting there too. But I, me being thinking I'm young and big willy, I was outside with a sleeveless shirt on with the wind blowing, trying to work on my car. So I'm paying the price right about now. It's hard out here for a pimp, man. It's hard out here for a pimp. <laughs> but it's even harder when you're trying to go through a whole week's worth of sports entertainment, wrestling, wrestling, awesomeness for debuts and season premieres that normally happen earlier in the year and and ads and and, and special shows. And it was just a little bit of everything this week. But if you're going to start it, you have to start it with the flagship. You have to start it with season 27, episode 39 of Monday Night Raw. Um, Yeah, so Raw, over 1,400 live episodes came to us. New set, new intro, new uh, sizzle WWE lead-in. But we started everything. With the way we ended the week, ironically, with Brock Lesnar coming in, victimizing, conquering, destroying. On Monday, it was Rey Mysterio and Dominic, which I thought was a, a great segment because it said it was a setup. I, I saw it immediately to hype up Friday. So you built Brock up as the huge beast, monster, unconscionable human being that just goes and does what he wants when he wants. And that carried the thread through as it led up to what was to be his championship opportunity against Kofi Kingston. Made sense. Uh, Commentary-wise, though, things did start off a little slow, which uh, had the King actually pushing the pace a little bit as uh, Theo Madden uh, got it settled in his role. <clears throat> Excuse me, I apologize. And, um, you know, the rest of the commentary team kind of worked it out until they, they got a little bit more balanced. Now, I'd say for me, I know Raw was a long show, and there was a lot going on, a lot setting up for. But the highlight, and I'm quite sure you got some feelings on it, was Miz TV watching – and I know it sounds bad, but the, the the crazy train wreck of Hulk Hogan and Ric Flair promoing against each other. The WWE Titan Tron actually gave Flair credit for really a world championship that they're not getting credit for, showing that he was 17-time champion. They were just two off. Should be about 19. But, you know, that was wrong. And, <laughs> you know, Flair was Flair and, and, and Hogan was trying to be Hogan and could barely walk. It was all kind of craziness, even though that segment set up for the other, <coughs> excuse me, soon to be coming Saudi Arabia show Crown Jewel with uh, Hogan having a team versus Flair having a team on Halloween Day, mind you. Uh, so Crown Jewel will be airing on the 31st with uh, Team Hogan 
starting with Seth Rollins as a team captain, adding on Rusev versus Team Flair, where he went to his evolution days and recruited Randy Orton, who uh, also had Baron Corbin join. So tell me what you thought about that craziness. Well, let me tell you something, people's choice. <laughs> uh, you kind of you kind of feel old when you've seen it, but uh, it, it's good. I, that's one of the one of the, the highlights that I did catch. But uh, they gotta put more promotion into this crown jewel. I don't know if you want to call it a pay-per-view event, whatever you want to call it. They got to put as much promotion into it as you possibly can because it flopped last year. Mm -hmm. And we can't have that two years in a row. It's a lot of money being paid out. So uh, the way it's going, um, yeah, I'm I'm digging it. I'm digging the way it's going. Just keep going in the direction it's going because it's trending upwards. But when when you say Rusev, I I think Rusev hurt right about now. Yeah, that, that was an interesting move with the uh, the swerve in his quote unquote relationship status, and man, it takes a man with some true Rusev cojones to watch his wife and Bobby Lashley go ham on the kissing three times. Like the first mm-hmm. time, I was like, "Oh my goodness!" Then they went back, went at it again, and just added in there. Like, well, I guess y'all are committed. Just keep on going, and then. That was the third time. I was like, well, okay, Rusev. Um, so we know who you're feuding with for the next several weeks. Now what we just need to see is the explanation of how this is happening. And I'm curious to see if it's going to have any thread through Total Divas or not. But I don't know. That, that, that was an interesting surprise, to say the least. Kind of like Pyro actually being back. I don't know if it was because it was the premiere or if they are committing to Pyro being back heavily, um, even with Becky Lynch getting her steam back. So it was an interesting state of affairs. What do you think of the set? I'm one of those people that, that's, that, that has a difficult time with change. But over the years, sets have changed. And so you got to change with them. But even though I, I, I do have that difficulty, I actually dig it. I like it. I, I like the change, not because it was anything stale or anything like that. It's just, it's new. It's fresh. It smells good. It's got the new shoe smell. So I like it. Yeah. It it, it was interesting. I guess you could say a future, uh, future architectural style, modern. That's what I'm looking for, a modern set. You know, a little bit forward thinking with, I guess you would call it the eternity ramp uh, of sorts where, you know, the, the, the Tron just continually rolls down into the entrance ramp. Uh, I could see a lot of different um, uh, treatments that could be accomplished over the next several years. as They figure out different ways to, to program and take advantage of all the different components of that set. So. Some folks had some good entrance or revamped uh, entrance videos uh, as such. But then again, it's also taken it with a grain of salt, even on the SmackDown, the Friday Night SmackDown side, because you know that everything that they did is going to change with the impending draft. So 
we had uh, another situation being the Firefly Funhouse. And I'm starting <laughs> to think that Rambling Rabbit dying is becoming a thing. Because this is the second time he's died on uh, the show. And technically, this week he's died twice. So, do you think he's like the Kenny of the WWE, basically? <laughs> oh my gosh, you killed Kenny. You bad. It's like, Rabbit, you, sometimes <laughs> you just need to learn how to keep your mouth shut. Need to stop. Need to stop. Need to stop. You know what? It's somebody. I can't remember who it was. It was a retweet. And somebody was upset. And actually said, you know what? I'm going. I, I can't watch Raw anymore. I can't watch Firefly Funhouse. You keep killing Rambling Rabbit. I'm upset. I'm done with the show. They can't. And kill I think the, he was dead serious. They can't kill Huskers. No, I mean you could, but you you had to explain it correctly. Yeah. Well, they it kind of hurt Mercy the Buzzard, so that could be one. <laughs> But, uh, mm, yeah, mm, mm. it's a thing. So that was raw. And now we get into the real anticipation of the whole daggone week. The wait, real. Wait, can I do it? Can I do it? Go ahead. Go ahead. Anticipation. Oh, gosh. It's making me wait. Okay. The fight. NXT, AEW. Now, yeah. it's already in reference to ratings, has been booked and and calculated and reported that AEW outdrew in the ratings NXT. So I'm going to go back and forth in comparison of match for match, segment for segment on some of the high spots so where you can see the comparison of what was happening. Now, NXT did the first 30 minutes commercial free on USA AEW was pretty close to that about 20-25 minutes uh, before they had a picture in picture uh, commercial Uh, NXT new sizzle reel and all that stuff great open very colorful on uh, the AEW side of things with the the, the paint splash I like the look and the feel of it Um, NXT opened up with Morrow uh, and, and Triple H leading in. Um, AEW surprised everybody with a, a sold out crowd in Washington, D.C. And uh, is that Capital One Center, right? Yes, sir, it is. No, it's not. It's the MCI Center. So, <laughs> 14,000. Capital One Arena. Yeah, 14,129 strong. But the bigger pop was Tony Schiavone joining. Jim Ross. So NXT had its same announced team. We had Tony Schiavone, Jim Ross, and Excalibur, which Excalibur, as he grows and people get uh, used to his his level of commentary, is going to be great. But for right now, Tony Schiavone and uh, Jim Ross can just carry the tune and hold up against Morrow and Mamma Mia and Nigel McGinnis, for sure. Both of them had hot crowds. Um... We had uh, NXT Championship was the first match. Matt Riddle versus Adam Cole. Baby. Baby. (laughs) Uh, And on the AEW side, we had Cody, who was just 
electrifyingly rock level over versus uh, Sammy Guerrero. And, you know, Sammy came in not as the, the true heel, but the heel because Cody was just so over. There was no getting around it. Matt Riddle versus Adam Cole was a takeover level um, match, period. That's a pay-per-view quality. I wasn't sure how Cody's match would go, but by the end of it, even um, with the interference of Brandy, some of the high spots, equally good, and I know it's going to sound crazy I'm saying it this way, takeover quality match. <laughs> so you had that going on. AEW actually mentioned WCW several times, which is pretty interesting. NXT, no mention of AEW at all, but the WWE did congratulate AEW on outdrawing them. Um, you had Io Shirai, Io Shirai versus Mia Yim and another Bond Burner. Uh, you had um, Brandon Cutler and MJF. Uh, Kevin Smith and Jason Muse was at AEW. Believe it or not, and then they were also on SmackDown um, <laughs> in the background. Uh, Hangman Page versus Pac was incredible. Pete Dunne versus Danny Birch uh, was cool. The Street Profits was brought out by Wale, and they went up against the Undisputed Era. Um, the main event on AEW side. <coughs> was Jericho, Ortiz, and Santana versus the Elite, Kenny Omega, and the Young Bucks. And Rio was uh, crowned the first ever women's AEW champion uh, for their first show. And that's all before John Moxley put Kenny Omega through a glass coffee table. Mm. So that was a lot of action, a lot of storytelling without heavily going into backstage segments and stuff like that from both brands. Um, a, uh, AEW still had a little bit of working out to do on a symmetry of going to commercial breaks because uh, where Jim Ross, I guess, instinctively would be expecting a commercial break to happen as he was doing a lead-in. It was a couple moments after, so it was like, you know how WWE, somebody goes to the outside, and we'll be right back. This match continues mm-hmm. after, you know, whatever. That was that pregnant pause because, uh, you know, it wasn't transitioning at the same pace. So that was a little bit of a, a, a communication thing there. But that's something they can handle in the back, uh, in the gorilla area. And I know it's AEW, but it's the gorilla area, period. Uh, gorilla Monsoon has, has definitely earned every area to be called Gorilla Monsoon uh, or the gorilla area. Uh, or Gorilla. So, my only low point for NXT was that I was not happy with Velveteen Dream's promo. When I let into him, great. But whoever wrote that promo, it was horrible. It did not make me want to see Velveteen Dream versus um, uh, Roderick Strong for the North American Championship. It did not call that out to me. It was like, oh, come on, Dream, man. I would rather you wrestle than uh, to cut this uneventful promo. Cool thing I saw on uh, AEW was, as Cody promised, TV time was in place. 
So you heard several times, 20 minutes, 10 minutes, et cetera. And then um, the main event was TV time remaining, and they did have an overrun. So actually both shows technically had an overrun. So that was also really cool to see. Um, I said the only thing that I had an issue with on the AEW side was just that little bit of uh, those pregnant pauses as the transition going into the commercial breaks from somebody that's used to seeing the cadence of the match and then you transition to commercial break and you know when it's supposed to happen and it not really going that way. So both of them had, I guess, kind of technical difficulties. But I'd say that the huge spot of the night, in my opinion, for AEW was uh, Jack Swagger. Mm-hmm. I was waiting for you to get to that. Being signed, which was not expected at all. At all, because he's still uh, uh, signed with Bellator. And that, that was huge. Jericho did his job. Everybody else, you know, played their role. Now, I will say, I don't know, I guess because it had been nepotism, but I wouldn't mind seeing Rio beat Brandy for the championship. Because um, I kind of, and I know it's going to sound bad, so I'm not going to go deep into it, but when I saw it was Rio <laughs> versus Nyla Rose, I was like, well, Rio's got to win this one. And that way I already had the match ending set up. So that was AEW. Um, my hot spot, you know, when it's NXT, all the matches are good, period. It's hard to find a bad match. But the fact that uh, Adam Cole, baby, there you go, is now <laughs> caught in between the returning all NXT Finn Balor and the Beast. That is Tommaso Ciampa. He's got a problem. And no matter which way you go, left or right, that's an ass whipping. Period. And I thought it was an interesting move to bring um, Finn Balor back to NXT. But then it also calls out to me, are they going to do what I'm hoping they're going to do with this draft and let it be a three-way draft? Because if you're putting a major talent like Finn Balor on NXT, and if you're saying he's NXT, meaning he's going to be on NXT, then are we going to get other people to transition, which something we talked about, something we said is a great idea. Don't let it be main show, main show, step show. Because NXT is outperforming match quality-wise at WWE hand over fist. The crowd, even though it's a smaller crowd, but it's hot for NXT. Everything was hot. All the spots for those that never watched NXT programming that doesn't have the WWE Network um, saw Adam Cole, baby. Saw, you know, everybody marking out for the Velveteen Dream. Saw them marking out for Undisputed Era. Saw the, uh, the, the, the wide stretching for Finn Balor. They saw the red solo cups for the Street Profits. They saw the level of excitement of the NXT crowd, which rivaled, even though it was a smaller crowd on NXT versus uh, the MCI Center, uh, but the energy was equal. <laughs> Sorry, man, I'm a purist. I'm a purist. It's always going to be a Baltimore <laughs> arena, and they did put over B-more, Jim Ross, 
and Tony Schiavone. They both put over Baltimore and DC for all the major events. Like they was like, look, this is sports entertainment. This is wrestling. This is wrestling. And we're going to celebrate all the major things that happened. But the DMV was definitely celebrated for all the major accomplishments that happened in um, sports entertainment as it relates to the Baltimore arena and definitely the MCI center. And I know they're going to transition when they make that Virginia run. That's going to be equally as good as they move South towards um, Charlotte and the other OG territories. So for the war, WWE and their congratulatory tweets said, Hey, congratulations. We're, we're happy. The winners of everything, just paraphrasing, are the fans, especially considering that this is not a sprint. This is a marathon. Mm-hmm. Now, ask me why I think NXT did not beat AEW. Go ahead. Why didn't NXT beat AEW? Ask me again. Why didn't NXT beat AEW? Ask me again. Just one more time. Just go ahead. Just one more time. In your honest opinion, why didn't NXT beat AEW? Because they had no major stars hyping the show. Sorry. So you heard my voice cracking in anger with that. Yeah. The but war you're absolutely right. Is Wednesday. They are. They know they're sandwiching the death this week, AEW, and AEW still outdrew, proving hey, our product is strong enough to go between Hogan and Flair, is strong enough to go between The Rock, who only gave us, we'll call it fifteen minutes. So, <clears throat> why in the hell is there no major presence to draw NXT? That. I don't understand it. I would have had a returning Triple H wrestling Adam Cole or or somebody. Thank you. So I wasn't ready for that one. That's on me. (laughs) So I would have had Stephanie wrestle. I don't care who the hell it was, but there should have been some mate. You could have newly cleared to wrestle Edge. Let me say that again. A newly cleared to wrestle Edge could have been there. And did a performance. Oh, wait. Hall and Ash were there, but Shawn Michaels was there. Shawn could have performed there. On it. I know it's all about the NXT talent, but you had no major draws versus a show that is all about we have to prove that we are able to stand on our own two feet. It's like you gave the underdog the platform and a 20-point lead based off the fact that they had so much hype versus we are NXT, we could go ahead and just let them have spot them 20 and then come back and win. No. They failed NXT because they did not have any star power to draw to get the channel to change. That's where Stone Cold Steve Austin should be. That's, like I said, where Edge should be. That's where The Undertaker should have been. That's where Kane should have been. That I mean, it should have been star-studded there for that. Period. You go ahead and tell me how you feel about it, but I just had to get... <laughs> I had to get that off my chest. 
because when I, the ratings came through, I was like, it's the only reason why. AEW had all the star power and Kenny Omega, the Young Bucks, Cody Rhodes, and Jim Ross. Well, and I'm, I'm, I'm going to I'm gonna have to take the <laughs> other side of the spectrum. Think about it this way. AEW's getting off the ground. They're just starting out. This is their first nationally televised TV show. Their first program. How much sense would it make and how bad would it look for WWE to just come out and just crush them off break? It's Vince Kennedy McMahon. That's what he does. But I think it's I think it's a, a bigger working picture than than what it used to be. I, I don't think he sees AEW as that big of a threat. Yeah, he does. Yeah, he does. <laughs> They can't be. He will, if he didn't I mean, I'm not saying that they can be. I mean, Fox, what happened on Friday was Friday. So they, they Fox pushed the envelope on that. But to have a season premiere on episode, it's not the new season. How are you 39 episodes in and you're going to have a season premiere? <laughs> the season premiere is episode one. When is episode one? The day after WrestleMania. That is the season premiere. Yeah. You don't reboot what, in the middle no, of the no, season. Maybe, no, it's you know you have and you and I are both Walking Dead fans. Back tomorrow, uh, <laughs> but you have Free your mid season finales. And, we didn't have a mid season. <laughs> we didn't have a mid season finale. It, it was last week. You just didn't know it. Yeah, okay. <laughs> mid season finale. Look, I'm trying to dress this up. Uh, a summer break. They had a seven day break. I'm trying to dress this you can't up. Dress it up, man. You can't. I'm trying. You cannot. Man. You cannot dress it up. They failed NXT, TNT, which I, I was critical of them uh, in the beginning because their their hype for AEW was only one special. Then it turns out that they popped up with DC Comics and got some uh, artist renderings of some of. Uh, the hot ones, uh, you know, Kenny Omegas and 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 uh, I want to say Karma, Awesome Kong, and uh, John Moxley and Cody and Brandy, and they were running that all throughout. That you know, you watch it, Batman, and you see AEW. When uh, Batman, you know, uh, Christopher Nolan, Batman, you know, Dark Knight Rise, all that stuff. So you know, we're, we're watching you know, some major shows, and then they're hyping AEW all week long. Like, you watch Law & Order, uh, or whatever else they're showing on uh, TNT, you, you got an AEW commercial almost every other commercial break. They were putting it out there heavy, and their viewers wondering if it's going to be the same feel as Monday Night Nitro had to change the channel. And that set was a blend of OG TNA with the, the tunnels on both sides and Monday Night Nitro, technically, with the feel of it. That's what I saw. I saw, you know, and the, and the Casino Royale that they were going with uh, uh, treatment as well. They did a great job of tapping into that old WCW feel. And they mentioned WCW. So guess what they look like? The cool kids. Because we're not going to hype WWE. We're going to hype the programming that was on this channel. 
that beat WWE for 82 weeks. And then you, you know what happened? WWE gave him the golf clap. Oh, yeah. good job. Yeah. Great. See, now see, it'd have been different if they would have came out Friday night and scored like a, a, a 6.1 or something like that. But you know what? You know what they would be afraid of? If they decided to do a Monday night special, can you imagine? It's going to come down to the, yeah. the commentary. And you got Tony Schiavone and Jim Ross on a Monday night special, just one time, just to, to rub it in. That will destroy the Monday night Raw commentary team. Period. Because that's that, the sound of Tony Schiavone not calling. I believe he was uh, uh, doing uh, baseball broadcasting. If I want to say it was a basketball, one of the two uh, sports after WCW folded. But to hear him call sports entertainment again, and then you've got the, the, the voice of wrestling in Jim Ross, same place, same time. You can't, you can't beat that. Would, would it be suffice to say Jim Ross is a voice of a generation? Several generations. Okay. <laughs> Period, Dot. Tony Schiavone is the voice of a time and a, t- a generation, but more so a time period. Uh, same thing, Michael Cole is the voice of several generations now. Um, but he's the only strong, and King uh, would be the voice of several generations. But then after that, you've got some new blood filtered in that are still getting their voice out there and that feel. Right. But that was when <sighs> Total Divas, I didn't watch. No I got offense. it on DVR. So. <laughs> no offense to Total Divas, but I like to get a couple episodes in and then just binge it. That, that's, that's my guilty pleasure. Yeah. Well, we so, know why. I, I, we know why. <laughs> I'm going to lay back later on and watch that. So. I bet you're going to be like, when are they going to the beach again? Yeah. Oh, oh, wait. Time out. Stop. <laughs> Please tell me you looked at all the pictures I sent you of Nia Jax yes, in her bathing suit. I saw you oh, over my. here posting these salacious pictures and stuff like that to me. I saw it. I saw it. Oh, my goodness. But she looks absolutely amazing. And comfortable in her skin. And she yes. do for a return. Why? Because if Awesome Kong is going to appear next week, Nia Jax needs to appear next week. Because you have now it's going to be a battle of women's uh, image and projection. You got Nyla Rose, who's covering two marks, transgender and uh, a women's uh, body image. You've got Awesome Kong, who's just awesome. Um, And then you've got Nia. And it'd be nice if we had Tamina, too. But at least we know we got Nia. But now... One thing that Awesome Kong has the advantage over, everybody talks about WWE and the women's evolution, but the knockouts division in TNA, and this was 13, 14 years ago when you had Awesome Kong, uh, 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 oh man, what was her name? Uh, Lacey Von Eric, Velvet Sky. You had all of those ladies. Mm-hmm. ODB. Who is all of them look A-W-O-D-B. good. ODB. Yeah. Right? All of them look good. Look great. Awesome. 
but they would knock your daggone head off, and they knocked each other's heads off. Oh yeah. Now, but it, was, it was the be, reason why you took them destroy Nia Jax. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm just call a, let's just call a spade a spade. Hey, I I wouldn't even care. Also calling your team because I would destroy Nia Jax. Oh my goodness. Today. Because guess what? She got she has something in her arsenal. A woman her size is not supposed to have. Speed. She's a high flyer. Yeah. That well, well, that too. But she can she can operate from the top row. Oh yeah, she's the female Bam Bam Bigelow. But I would pay probably a left arm and a right leg to see them two in a main event. No interference, just going back and forth. Hell in a cell. But I'll give up a couple of fingers if you let me let me go backstage to see them afterwards. No man, because you cannot that you cannot be healing people with. <laughs> I'm not even, this is a kid's show, I think, or something like that this week. I can't even get to how you be trying to heal people. Period. I, 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 I was just, I, I just going to play with Nia's pod tail. But, <laughs> I mean. I can't. That would be awesome. Kong, yes. It, 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 but <laughs> I, I got to agree with you. I had to think about it, but I have to agree with you. Uh, no interference straight up. I'm sorry, boo, but Awesome Kong will probably take you down. It'll be close. Very, very close. But I think Awesome will take you down. Yeah, I, I think Nia would be scared when Kong would come out that entranceway. Because Kong would have that look on her face like Samoa Joe has. Like, yeah, she's about to get destroyed. Period. Man. See? See you know what? The pay-per-view I talked about. Ask Gail Kim. <laughs> Gail was on several your receiving ends of that. Sorry, your pay-per-view. All hell breaks loose. Yeah, all hell breaks loose. There's your main event right there. One of them. Oh, yes. One of them. So, uh, go up, I can't. I can't think of the... Uh, oh, man, whose daughter is it? Now I can't think of... She's in uh, She's in TNA. You're talking about uh, um, uh, Tony Blanchard, Tessa Blanchard? Th- there you go. Throw her in it. There's my triple threat right there. I don't know why her name escaped me. I can see her face. I can see her everything, and her name escaped me. Triple threat. Now I wouldn't mind seeing uh, Tessa Blanchett versus Mandy Rose. That would be a, a great chemistry match between the two of them right there. You could tell some great stories out of those two. I'm just hoping, and I'm still not high on her yet. She hasn't won me over. Britt Baker. Uh, mm-hmm. just hasn't won me over yet. Uh, hopefully next week we'll get the opportunity for that to happen. And I see really what she can do, but I just haven't seen the the great storytelling that I would want to see as of yet. But, you know, that was only but, the first episode. She could do a good old commentary, though. That, that That's because they don't have you writing. Oh, Lord, I don't know if I can write now. You know, if you ask for too many degrees and stuff, like, no, nah, and but they got to understand same thing that a lot of jobs have to understand. You can have all the degrees in the world. My grandmother say you can go to school for five, ten, fifteen years and come out an educated fool. Yeah, that's true. Experience is the greatest key. Oh yeah, and yeah, you got the experience. They be asking somebody like, "Have you had any experience in producing podcast? Not podcasts, video blogs, and like, I don't know that crap. Dang it." I just ran the longest weekly uh, video game, you know, federation to date that I know of. 
GCW. But that's a whole different thing right there. <laughs> We're not going to get into GCW and how we're coming up on the 20th anniversary of SmackDown. Here comes the pain. And that's where we started GCW. And Lord knows, every week, those kids, they battled their hearts out. That's where the Uncle Love was crowned. And people were choked out on a weekly basis. Ah, the good times. But let's talk about the, the main event, the crown jewel of the week. Season 19, episode 40. <clears throat> Again, not a season premiere. Um, 17,588 strong for SmackDown on Friday on Fox. And let's just say, I know it was a new revamp everything, but one thing Fox is good about when it comes down to their sports, you know you're watching Fox. Let's just get that out there. The uh, the set was a Fox set. You knew it. It like to me, I was like, oh yeah, yeah, we're on Fox. Yeah, that, that looks like something I would see on a Fox set. A lot of the color worked, so you know, blue for blue and all that stuff. But I had the Fox network feel that was tied into that. So only thing I was missing was the robot. But I'm quite sure they'll, <laughs> Cletus. They'll probably have that. Uh, wrestling Braun Strowman pretty soon. So, uh, I only mentioned that Braun Strowman part because they had the kickoff show, which I was hoping for a little bit more of the red carpet, kind of like the treatment that they do for the Hall of Fame. And to see a lot more celebrities, even though we know there was a lot there uh, at the Staples Center. But we did get a couple quick glances. So, we saw O'Shea Jackson Jr., I uh, was a big wrestling fan, Sean Porter, Aaron Andrews, who was actually working. Um, they promoted the Masked Singer for whatever reason. Sting, even though we did not see him involved in anything major. Uh, Rico Rodriguez. Uh, Goldberg was there. Maria Menounos had a great Stone Cold Steve Austin dress on. And uh, Tyson Fury, World Heavyweight Champion, who decided he wanted to get a little high on himself as well, was part of it. So, uh, it started off the, the kickoff show with Becky Lynch and Michael Strahan and they went backstage at Fox Studios they showed Braun Strowman working out with uh, Cletus and, and stuff like that so that, it was okay but I wanted more out the red carpet that was just me so I was having a kickoff without the kickoff basically it was the, the Booker T and um, oh gosh am I really brain farting on uh, John Moxley's wife's name. <laughs> Fill me in, man. Renee Thank Young. You, Renee Young. It was more like the Booker T and <laughs> Renee Young show than it was a um, kickoff show. Sorry, Renee. I'm under the weather. Normally, I have you, Renee, because you always did some really nice uh, shorts, uh, leather short pant dress outfit thing. It's like, okay, it's pretty hot. So, um, from there, we went right in to what should have started any brand new era on SmackDown, and that being Vincent Kennedy actually being joined by Stephanie McMahon. And they introduced SmackDown, Friday Night SmackDown, once again, to the world. And like I said, the intro video and everything, and it was very foxish to me. I just have to say that. But it was really cool. 
No issues there. I'm going to get into my only gripe of the night. Go ahead and ask me what my gripe of the night is, KG. In your honest opinion, what was your only gripe of the night? Okay. You only asked for like 10% of the people. Ask me for a little bit more about what my gripe of the night was. Well, saying that you're the people's choice, Don Rodriguez, what was your only gripe for facts for on Friday for Friday Night SmackDown? You know what? That was close. But maybe you should ask me for the millions and millions of fans what my gripe of the night was. All right, let's see. What was your gripe, Jabroni, about Friday Night SmackDown? My gripe about Friday Night SmackDown was not the finish, ladies and gentlemen. My gripe was that we had the people's... Tro- oh, I'm sorry. Sorry. I was thinking about me if I was there. The people's champion. <laughs> the Jabroni beating, pie eating, eyebrow raising, trail brazing. Uh, only out there for 15 minutes strong because they couldn't book him for any more rock. Why was the rock not in a match? How many weeks have they hyped the rock being on SmackDown? Uh, how many three, shows I believe, have they hyped the rock being on SmackDown? The rock's gonna be on the rock, the rock, the rock, the rock, the rock. God dang. I was getting sick. I'm like, can he just show up already? Hell, I'm happy if he show up on Raw. Had him show up. Great to see. But first segment, one and done. Becky gets the rub. That's it. Now, I can understand if we were saying, okay, Hogan, I don't know if you're looking in enough shape to do a match. We're not talking about that. Okay, I don't know, uh, Flair. We know you could probably go. Take a couple bumps, but I don't know. We're talking about Maui here. The Rock looked like Allstate. You know what I'm saying? Like, God <laughs> dang, he was swole. He was ready to go. He was jacked. He could have wrestled. Fox could have cut that check. That's all I'm saying. He should have been involved in more. I know it, he should have been involved in the main event. But he could have been involved in a match. The Rock and somebody. Actually, a mixed tag. That would be even better. The Rock and Becky versus Baron Corbin, who, you know, he got a huge rub off of this, too. Pushed him as a heel and all that stuff. So he benefited, even though he caught the Rock vibe and all that. But it could have been uh, Baron Corbin and somebody else. I know Becky was in a match, but still, she could have pulled double duty. You want to see The Rock wrestle on his show. Because why? We probably won't see him on SmackDown for another 10 years. Did he be too old to wrestle? No. Come on, Flair's 70 and Flair's still in shape to wrestle. Yes, I know. Let's not do that. I know this. (laughs) I'm just being overly dramatic. But that was my gripe of the night. Everything else was okay. It was a pretty decent show. Um, I, I enjoyed the Aaron Andrews New Day um interview i wish she didn't have her notes in her hand but other than that i think she went along with it and and the new day isms and and all that stuff she looks like she was having fun 
Bray Wyatt did his thing, period. Firefly Funhouse, awesome. Rambling Rabbit died for the second time in one week, awesome. Um, Tyson Fury jumping the barricade to beef with Braun Strowman, unexpected, but cool. Why not? Shoot a work. Oh, oh, that was a work all day. Okay, all day, all day. I don't even. Susie said we had to escort him out. Really? And next thing you know, they're gonna give him a hot mic next week. Really? No. Yeah. That's uh that that that's uh you know putting um an extra stamp and an extra microscope on Fox more than it was on the WWE. The other big coup, ten second match, loved it, loved it. I know you're gonna hate. I know a lot of other people are gonna hate. Ten second match, loved it. Brock Lesnar versus Kofi Kingston. I prefaced the beginning of this recap of this week with Monday night, how they set the tone for Brock Lesnar to be the destroyer, the animal, the beast incarnate, the the the, the Kofi killer. Fast forward to Friday. Kofi went for a flying attack. He got flied into F5 airspace and came crashing down. One, two, three. Perfect. Because that's set up for the ultimate swerve of Cain Velasquez getting called up. And we talked about it. I think it was last week how he was wrestling. Um, and not sure where he may have ended up. But the fact that they tied that in. So this was a long storyline progression and a long plan to have Rey Mysterio take the L, have Dominic take the L to set up for Cain Velasquez to come in. Big fight feel. That's the one thing AEW can't swing on that level yet. They got Jack Swagger, but he was one-ups by Cain Velasquez. Man who actually beat Brock Lesnar for the championship. Now, Cain does look smaller than Brock. So we got to overcome some of that. So they got to upsell the UFC side of things. They got to upsell the MMA side of things. They got to upsell the uh, Brazilian jiu-jitsu side of things. They got to upsell the Gracie jiu-jitsu side of things. Because if you go from dramatic heavyweight and superstar and bigger-than-life caricature or character in the WWE, you look at Brock, you look at Kane, like, yeah, Brock, you should kill this guy. But in real life, yeah. Brock took that L. So I was happy with how it played out at the end. Now you go ahead and tell me how upset you were. Uh, I won't say upset. Yes, you will. Go ahead and say I was. <laughs> I was more upset with the beginning. And matter of fact, uh, lead producer and myself uh, had a conversation. When I say lead producer, I mean BJ. Uh, the one that levies all the fines. Um, my pockets are 78 cents shorter this week for the pod tail incident last week. Um, you didn't send that tweet, by the way. You owe me 78 cents. Which tweet did I didn't send? Try to get a sponsorship for pod tail. Oh my god, I forgot. We put them down like right, 18 I, times. That's like, god, I'm dang. on it. Like, it was almost a part of how much I'm tail was in this, <laughs> <laughs> but like, this is a but Nicki BJ, Minaj video. Like, no, we were talking about Podtail. <laughs> BJ, he let it. He's he actually sat down, and I I, I know uh, he's either 
on Madden right now. He's in D.C. on the division. Uh, but he actually sat down and watched SmackDown. And he was telling me how it was slow. And I said, well, you're not into how they do that. I said, you know, you're expecting attitude error. That you, we're not getting attitude error anymore. And he said a lot of people – now, the ratings was a 3.8. A lot of people were upset that attended because they were promised Stone Cold, Hogan, yep. Flair, and those everybody didn't show up. They got The Rock for 15. But he commented on The Rock. He said, this is the first time I looked at The Rock, and The Rock looks old. I said, I don't know where you're saying old. I, I mean, I guess because I'm, I see The Rock a lot. I follow him on Instagram. Twitter, so I'm always seeing them. And so I guess I I'm I'm not seeing it the same way he sees it, but he was fairly upset. I was upset at the beginning because I expected, you know, The Rock to come out. He it, actually let me rephrase that. I expected Dwayne Johnson to come out and somebody to come and and AJ Styles would have been great. Absolutely great because you know AJ would have called. He calls himself the face that runs the place on SmackDown. Yeah. So he comes out and you know he cuts a promo about how this is his show and this is his house and yada yada yada. Uh, then you get the Rock. Yep. You know you 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 run your mouth about being the face that runs this place, but this is the people show. This is the Rock show. Boom! You got yourself a match later on in the night. Uh, no, no, no interference from Roman. I mean, Roman ringside, but no interference. Uh, that's what I was expecting when you tell me the Rock's going to be there. <sighs> I didn't get that. I mean, you oversold and underperformed, right? But him being there alone is just absolute. What I like to say, the bee's knees. Mm-hmm. But. I just the show as a whole could have been better. It seemed like it was well thought out, but it wasn't well thought out by wrestling individuals. It seems like and I, political I, all this time, yeah. But all this time when I they were going to Fox, I th- I just knew they were going to cable FS1. I didn't know they were going to Fox Five, like. WTTG here in DC. I didn't know they were going to that. I was like, "Oh no!" I thought y'all was supposed to be on FS1. That was that was the original speaking point, and then it switched to what backstage is going to be on Fox Sports One, and then uh, SmackDown got promoted to Fox proper. Uh, you can't do certain things on Fox. That's why FS1 is a cable channel. You can get away with it. I mean, I, I would love to go back to having Inferno matches, first blood matches. I think they could get some – what they see what AEW is doing, I think we can get a little bit of leeway. That ladder match was big. I mean, we had some blood from uh, um, Sasha Banks. They're going to have to do something. But from the grand scheme of things, I thought, yeah, that, that's probably a smarter move because you're having an impression of your brand on network television. That's what AEW doesn't have. So they're only hitting cable. If you don't have cable, can't watch wrestling. You wouldn't watch wrestling, can't find really Ring of Honor. But now I know that at 8 p.m. I can watch SmackDown again. 
<laughs> what do you think I'm gonna Basically, turn into every week if I don't have cable? SmackDown? You're absolutely right. Because if I don't have cable and I got the little uh, converter box. Guess what I could watch every week? Smackdown. Smackdown. It is basically kind of sort of like it was 20 years ago. Yeah. I didn't have cable. When I wanted to watch Raw, I went over my uncle's house and I watched Raw. And if whatever Raw I missed, I knew my cousin had it on VHS so I could catch it all up. But SmackDown would go back to Raw and say, hey, this happened on Raw. And yep, of course, Raw it recap. continued to SmackDown. Right. Uh-huh. So you didn't really miss too much. But every Thursday, on UPN, I was watching SmackDown. Ooh, that's a Never throwback missed. UPN. Yeah. <laughs> Paramount. I, and the, the wild part about it, I'm sitting here, and we always take trips back in time. That was a simple time, but it was a fun time. Yep. Because you knew, I knew, everybody knew. Nobody was on the streets in my neighborhood on Thursdays and Mondays. Everybody was out on the block after dark on Tuesdays and Fridays because we had to talk about what happened on Raw and what happened on SmackDown. Yeah, or you on the court, you know, putting that work in. And that's where you was having those conversations on the basketball court. I mean, it was just all over. Water cooler the next day. Mm-hmm. So it's going to be a lot of water cooler conversation for those that have cable because you've got raw SmackDown, NXT and AEW you got four solid shows to to discuss. But if you don't have cable, WWE, in my opinion, did what Eric Bischoff stated during the fall of WCW was the most precious thing that you could have. And that is TV time. He is accessing millions of people from the Vince McMahon side of things every week from being the, the primary brand that is driving weekly episodic television from a sports entertainment standpoint. So all I got to do is parlay that and have SmackDown be the animal and a juggernaut and the A show that we know it can be sky's the limit because Fox will be happy. Fox will be happy. They're going to give them some liberties. And cause we got, we got to remember Fox, they didn't know how to take some some jabs. I mean, they had the Simpsons on forever. The Living Color, Married with Children. I mean, they've crossed some lines. Mm-hmm. And uh, was it Arsenio <laughs> on Fox? Was it Fox or was it CB? No, it was on Fox. For, I think for a little bit. Yeah, I have to double check. But I mean, they've had they've had some epic shows that have given us some interesting interesting things. Was it Rock on uh, Fox? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I mean, yeah, they, yeah. Rock was on Fox. Yeah, they they, they can they can go where they want to go, as long as they're not going too far for standards or practices. And they're supposed to go away from being heavily PG with this Fox era. That was an early rumor. Now we'll see exactly how that's going to play out. Um, we'll see what your reaction is with Shane being quote unquote fired, which I'm quite sure to be like, uh, Hey dummy, you can't fire McMahon. I'm on the board. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, it's his way to take a vacation. Yeah, pretty much. 
So and we'll Arsenio was on out. CBS. CB was it CBS? Yeah, it was CBS. Wow, that was a long time ago. It's only like two cable channels or two channels. Well, it all depends on well, see, you being northern, you had uh forty five, yeah, thirteen four, fifty four, two, two, eleven, yeah. yeah. And see, but being me being in the middle, I had two, four, five, uh seven, nine. 11, mm. 13, 14, uh, 54, 45, 50. I had all of those. Because I, I, it was great getting the Baltimore channels, man. Because yeah, if you miss something there, on the D.C. channel. You can see it on the Baltimore channel. Mm-hmm. That's man. why I used to watch uh, NWA Wrestling. I would watch the first run on WFTY Channel 50. And then I watched it again on channel forty five. Yep. That was long before uh cable. We had antennas that we would actually put aluminum foil in the end and get every Testify. channel you wanted on a clear night. Testify. Shoot. And if you knew how to work it right, you could get WrestleMania on aluminum foil too. And then afterwards you got it beaten because you used all the aluminum foil. <laughs> like, God dang. Son, when I tell you I should have charged. I didn't think about that back then. I wasn't you know, a smart entrepreneur. I just wanted to watch WrestleMania. But, man, I had a clear picture. But there was Luda Four running outside on a tree. Man, I had it down. I mean, my mom would just, she came home from work and just saw me watch. Do we pay for that? No? Okay, then. It's just shocked. But, what? You can't keep me away from wrestling. Hell to the nah. And speaking of keeping away, unfortunately, we are going to have to play keep away because that was just the recap for what we are calling now around the universe is gone because now we got to just go to the front line. So every week we're going to take you to the front lines and give you reactions from all shows. So we're doing quadruple duty. Mm-hmm. But and I, I do apologize. I fell behind this week, but this will be the last week I fall behind because I will be watching from my phone, from my tablet, and from my Twitter. Free digging. So, <laughs> <laughs> like you whisper all day, but uh, when you hear the whistle, we got a problem. So, yeah. we'll, we'll see how that plays out. I can tell you now, <laughs> you could whisper, but when you hear that, we got a problem. So, we going to take a commercial break. And then, we are going to duh, 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 get into the how and a how picks. That's what you know. That hurt my throat doing that, by the way. But I'm 100% committed. <laughs> All right. Stay tuned. WrestleManiacs be right back. And just like that, we're back. Totally hey. wrestling, unwrestling, but I just been dying to say it all week. And that's regulators, mount up. <laughs> okay. All right. So, um, 
as we know, uh, in the Hell in a Cell, it's going to be Nate Dogg versus Warren G. One on one for your Nintendo. Nineteen ninety four. Great year. Oh man, yeah, it was a great year for music. Great year for wrestling, sports entertainment. It was a great year for everything. Oh, but remember all the in your house. Oh God, yeah, I do remember that. That was a great idea, and then it just started getting because they they didn't know if they were calling it the name or if they were calling it the in your house. They didn't know what to call it, so it's just something, you know. But now it's evolved into something has a name that comes every month. So speaking of some things that come semi-annually, Hell in a Cell. Our picks or continues. And here's the funny thing, ladies and gentlemen. There are only six matches. Because the Hell in a Cell is going to take a while. Six matches. So that means we could split it down the middle. Or once again, it could come down to one match deciding the fate. And hopefully, hopefully, I am praying humbly that my co-host actually pays attention to the win-loss before he gets excited. Just won't let me live that down. <laughs> yeah, you like that little long winded setup there. But yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> How could you live it down, man? I couldn't even clue because you were wrong. You came in wrong. Like, well, yeah, I did. <laughs> twice. Text or uh, tweeted me, hey, man, how you like that L? That L? What is he talking about? Lasagna? Luscious Latasha? <laughs> wow. <laughs> ah, I figured you like that one. Oh, he must be a oh. boss. No, I won. Oh, man. So we're going to start from the bottom now we're here. So what I assume is going to be the main event because, yeah, it needs to be. And you get first pick, sir. Universal Championship. Hell in a Cell. Seth freaking burn it down. Rollins. Versus the dark side of the force from the Firefly Funhouse in the mind of Bray Wyatt. The Fiend. Title change? Uh, Yes. Give me, no doubt, The Fiend. And you know why? You can't build this character up with a loss. I agree. There's only one thing that you could do that would throw it off. Disqualification. Nope. You can't. It's the hell in the cell. (laughs) Somebody needs to come down and rip the doors off and look the Fiend in the face. And wait a minute, they did that already. That's right. That was Kane. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Fiend wins that one. Fiend wins that one. (laughs) Wait, 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 wait. Hold on. What? Now Kane Kane may have came. No, 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 no. Kane came down and looked him in the face. Undertaker comes down and looks him in the face. I'm talking like straight stare off. So you think Taker versus and, The Fiend? No, 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 no. As straight stare off and then 
they beat the hell out of Seth Rollins. Kind of a go do your thing. Go make me proud. Wow. That'd be huge. That'd be huge. And you know oh, what? It, the crowd see, would cheer that. Like it wouldn't even yeah. make Taker and Kane heels. But it, it wouldn't like I'm I'm thinking of you even along the lines if those of you that are listening that are old enough to remember when mankind was not have a nice day in Mr. Sacco, he hung out in boiler rooms and kicked your ass. And, and had a pet rat. <laughs> he explained one time, they asked me why I hang around in boiler rooms. I like the ambiance. But it wasn't about that. It was about him inflicting as much pain as possible. And one of his uh, move sets on, uh, I think it was WWF Attitude, the good old Tree of Woe. Mm-hmm. Still one of my favorites, still use it to this day. Thank Kevin Sullivan for that. So you're, huh? you're, you're going for uh, The Fiend? Got to go with The Fiend. Can't go any other way. I'm going with The Fiend. It's a big fight field. And if Seth walked out of that with the championship, I mean, it's possible because Break is still promo out of it. But I don't think, I think give The Fiend the belt and yeah. set The Fiend up for the next evolution. Seth and Becky still need to get married. And whoa, whoa, they progress. Yeah, they did get engaged. Yeah. Wait, hold on. They can't get married this soon. Why not? Wanna ask Becky if she's sure. You said you gonna ask Becky if she's sure? Yeah. Uh she's gonna be like, what about Naya, dope? <sighs> I like my cake and to eat it too. Hmm. Yeah, but then I got to think about I got to think about Liv Morgan. So, geez, I'm just gonna. Then I got Ember Moon. Oh I can't do this. I can't juggle this many women. Oh, oh speaking of Liv Morgan, I, I posted Liv Morgan in my stories on Instagram. If you could understand how many DMs I got about that picture, oh man, if only I had Instagram. But I'm sorry, I don't chase the gram since they <laughs> made that change over. That I don't understand what the hell's going on. OG Instagram, I could kind of figure it out. At least I could maybe post one thing. But then they changed it. Even that's when Kylie Jenner was like, what the hell are y'all doing? So I don't know if they changed it up or not. I don't care. Y'all lucky y'all got me on the Twitters. But uh, <laughs> you need to send that, send me that picture on something I can see. Oh, will do. And I got, but most of the DMs were from, well, 98% of them were from women. Sorry at the bottom. Oh my god. Who, who is that? Joy She is gorgeous. I'm like, hey. And then a couple of them actually knew it was like, yeah, I love me some Liv Morgan. I'm like, I bet. I do too. Huh. All right. So now that we got the big elephant in the room squared away. <sighs> I guess I will go and make a decision as it relates to the Intercontinental Championship. That's how the Mountie used to say it. Intercontinental Championship. Because I'm the Mountie. And the Mountie gets his man. That's a throwback. <laughs> That's a throwback for you right there. Shout out to Canada. Uh, <laughs> you didn't even know I was going there. No, but, I didn't. Uh, <laughs> Shinsuke Nakamura versus... 
we could just go ahead since it's a uh, big fight night. Mustafa Ali. Nakamura is the sitting champion. I think it's uh, it's going to be Nakamura walking out with it because Nakamura has Sami Zayn. And unless Sami Zayn is barred from ringside, then Nakamura is going to hold on to the title because I think that Shinsuke is going to drop it, hopefully, to The Miz. If The Miz gets drafted to SmackDown, I think that will be the drop because I think that would be good for business since Brock is going to be on SmackDown. Spoiler, I'm sorry, that's not a spoiler. That's a prediction. Mm. So uh, you need a a championship that could be promoted heavily, and I think that's what's going to happen with that. See, I am going with Shinsuke Nakamura. Okay, I, sir, have to totally, 100%, unequivocally, without a shadow of a doubt, agree, disagree with you. God bless you. That's one win for me. No, because guess what? Before Mustafa Ali got hurt, it wasn't supposed to be Kofi Mania. It was Mustafa Ali Mania that was supposed to happen. His injury is what pushed Kofi to the championship. They're going to give Mustafa. I'm not. I'm sorry. Mustafa Ali earned this. He is going to earn the Intercontinental Championship at Hell in a Cell. Mark my words. Write it down. Take a picture and book it. Man. I'm standing Man. on the table for that one. Wait a minute. Well, who'd you say you picked? Mustafa It doesn't Ali. matter who you picked. <laughs> I walked right into that, and I, I didn't realize it. <laughs> wait. 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 Oh, hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Oh, man. To those that are listening, <laughs> he has been doing that to me for nearly twenty years. Oh man! Finally, <laughs> it took twelve months, but finally, <laughs> we got it in. Nearly man, twenty years he's been doing that to me. You walked into it just whistling like Mickey Mouse, <laughs> and pow, rockism. <laughs> To quote Ali's song, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a go hard. I'm a go hard. Yeah. Speaking of going hard, it's going to be a very hard night for the New Day because they have the revival for the SmackDown Tag Team Championships, and you got to pick who's going to win this one, sir. Uh, revival go are the sitting champs. Yep. Okay. It's the revival. All right. So you don't see the new day? Uh, not, not just yet. Not not even trying to prove that they can get some belts back to the new day after 10 set Kofi upset mania happened? 10 second no, Kofi. No. Yeah. Not no. yet. No. Not, not yet. No, nothing. Big, big E and they, they can't pull anything out of their hat. No not pancakes yet. is going to help them. No, no, no crepes. Not yet. 
Not Biggie? yet. Not yet. Biggie made and breastfeed. Bacon makes everything better, and I would not like to see Biggie breastfeed. He'd probably do it if you asked, though. <laughs> <laughs> it's bad enough I had to see him pour oil on himself. Yeah, no, that was pretty disturbing, to say the least. <laughs> but but th- th- that's my man, and he is one of the most entertaining, I'm talking outside of the ring. Social media-wise, absolutely entertaining, especially uh, what he when he was talking about Becky Lynch's mom. And man, I was hoping they would have took that a little bit further and had <laughs> Becky Lynch's mom there. Oh man, I would have loved it. Loved a wonderful him to woman. Slop spit with Becky Lynch's mom. <laughs> That'd have been so awesome. So yeah. awesome. Mess around, he wound up really being Becky Lynch's stepdaddy. Hey. Whoa. Oh. I am gonna go the other side of the street, and it may kick me in the behind later. I may just, just maybe just a gimme for you, but I'm going to go with the New Day because I also believe the New Day are going to be drafted to SmackDown, and I think the New Day with uh, some championships on their belt would be pretty nice. So I'm going to go with the New Day because after seeing it, I think they're going to go to SmackDown. Now, originally on my picks, though, for the draft, had them one raw, but I can't change my pick uh, in reference to our scoring system. But, yeah, I think it's going to go the other way. So I'm going to give them the belt back to satisfy those that were mad about 10 seconds of doom. Because, remember, Freebird rule was in effect, so you could have mm-hmm. Kofi and Xavier Woods wrestle the revival. Possible. Oh. Kofi and Big E. Yeah. So Kofi could still walk out a champion no matter what. It's possible. Yeah, but he, he has to get back in with Brock. Nobody else should take that belt off of Brock. No, nah, that's, that's not Kofi. happening. That's not happening anytime soon. Brock's tied up. He's locked in. They're going to milk Brock versus Kane. Uh, Survivor Series is a lock. Brock versus Kane? Kane Velasquez, I'm sorry. Kane oh. Velasquez. Oh, okay. Wait, wait, wait. Because I'm about to say, hold on. We... No, sorry. Okay. I, thought, I thought you were still with me on the uh, the Friday SmackDown thing. So I should have <laughs> threw in a Velasquez. I was thinking in my head how they could go from Survivor Series to WrestleMania with Brock. Uh, is that a WrestleMania match or is that uh, uh, one of the core four pay-per-view matches? So I'd say at this moment, it's a core four match that could be parlayed into the Elimination Chamber which we know will be taking place before Mania. And I'd say that is how Kofi could get it back through the EC. Because then you could have Kane Velasquez, Brock Lesnar, Kofi Kingston, Daniel Bryan, Roman Reigns. All in, uh, and then maybe one more person, Drew McIntyre, to round out the six, all in the EC. Okay. I like the way that sounds. Do you like the sound of women? Because <laughs> yeah. that's where we're going. The women's championship for the smack is down. Bailey versus Charlotte. 
and it's going to be a little tough because uh, where I thought Sasha would beat Becky didn't happen. So now we're on the opposite side of the street. And since we're on that opposite side of the street, are they going to have it to where Sasha and Bailey are both champions at the end of this? Or is one going to gain and one going to lose? That's the dilemma. <clears throat> one a gain and one a lose. Bailey a lose, Sasha a gain because Bailey had the chance to stand on her own too and, you know, be a woman's champion. I think uh, Sasha should have the same thing. I mean, there's still a boss and hug connection, but you got to get that separation. I think that's what's needed. I mean, that's just my opinion. Uh, not worth much, but it's mine. Yeah, but then we also had Charlotte uh, put Bailey in the figure eight and Bailey tapped on SmackDown. So, uh, I'm going to go with Bailey to retain. Ooh. I'm going to go with Charlotte to make it number 10. I'll tell you why I went with Bailey to retain in a minute. After you tell me if Roman Reigns and Daniel Bryan are going to beat the newly reunited Bludgeon Brothers slash Wyatt Brothers slash Eric and Luke. Yes. Yes, yes. Give me DB and RR. Sound like a pirate. RR. R. <laughs> See, I was thinking that, but then I'm still under the impression that Daniel Bryan is still in on Eric and Luke. Like, well, I just want to see the swerve that would cause Roman Reigns to get the beat down by Eric Rowan and Luke Harper and Daniel Bryan. Like, I'm expecting a Daniel Bryan turn on Roman. Or, or, on the other side of the coin, if DB goes to Fox for Friday Night SmackDown, I'm quite sure the execs would want the Yes Movement over there as well, which would mean that we would need a face turn. So them winning together would be the face turn. And I'm looking at the, the picks now. I did not draft Daniel Bryan at all, so that's good. <laughs> uh, at least not in the, not in the, uh, the 20, because he could have gone technically either way. So, this is going to be a toughie, man. Shouldn't like, do be. I, do, I, do I get the face or the heel of Daniel Boy. Bryan? Look, I didn't already picked it. Come on over to the winning side. Oh, that's how you feel? Yeah, stop stop being scared, man. Embrace it. Love it. Come on. Come on. <sighs> Don't be shy now. Uh, do I want to really make this a spicy uh, uh, pick show or not? Because... 
I pick against you, that would really spice things up as it could go either way. Because right now, the only one we have in common is the Fiend winning. So it could be a win or a loss from Intercontinental, uh, SmackDown Tag, Bailey and Charlotte. This could be the deal breaker right here. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Pressure. Scared money don't make money. How about that? Daniel Bryan, you're my X Factor, man. How about that, that running knee. That running knee can go either way. I'm going to go. I'll go with you on Roman and Daniel Bryan. I knew you would. I'm going to take the safe play because I know we're going to disagree <laughs> on the reason why I picked Bailey to win over Charlotte. Let me hear Because Sasha Banks is going to win the hell in a cell. And then from there, Bailey is going to be about to lose her match until the interference from Sasha Banks. And Charlotte is going to get knocked out or get tripped up, something, and Bailey's going to retain. Okay. So I'm going with Sasha to win Hell in a Cell. <laughs> Sasha. Uh, now, who is Sasha Banks facing in Hell in a Cell? Some man. Some man. Last time I picked uh, Becky to lose, she won. I hate picking against her. She She's white hot. And she has been white hot for a year and some change. But aren't you the guy that said sometimes, you know, Bill's character, if you, you got, lose. Yeah. 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 But she could win. Yeah, go ahead and pick her. Go ahead and pick her. Yeah, go ahead and pick her. I, but see, now, you had a well, I have a problem with because it's Sasha's time. Bailey needs a little break. I mean, Bailey, but uh, Becky needs a little you mean break. Like honeymoon? But uh, I'm 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 not ready to accept her marrying Seth Rollins yet. They're gonna burn that honeymoon down. You gonna walk right into that honeymoon suite? She be like, "Are you ready?" I'm like, man, we couldn't oh sleep. My God. What, 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 was it the bed bouncing up and down? No, man. All we kept hearing in that room was dun, 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 dun. <laughs> and then in the middle of that, whoa. Like, what the hell is going on in there? And there was a lot of steam in that room. It was crazy. <laughs> you, you, quick fact. You know, I walk into work to Becky Lynch's music almost every morning. Oh, my goodness. That's like the, before I get out of the car, that's like probably the last song I put on. And I'm like, all right, I'm ready to face it. It put me in an aggressive mood. And when I'm in an aggressive mood, I'm, 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 I'm lethal. I get it done. Jay Lethal? Yeah. 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 Black machismo. That's right. So are you going with uh, Becky but, or are you going with Sasha? 
God. I don't want to. Let me see. That's one. That's two. That's three. That's four. Who man. Give me Becky. Gotta go with Bex. Sexy Becky. Yep. It's time, time, time. Time, time, time for them to get married, go on a vacation. Ooh, yeah. Ooh, yeah. It's time to say goodnight, Irene. Well. The mustard's off the hot dog. (laughs) Uh, Why do I feel like I'm going to regret that? I don't know, man. We'll find out tomorrow as long as you can add up properly. You know, make hash marks on the right on the right side of the street. Stay out of my lane. Stay out the winner's lane. You know, don't go chasing waterfalls. Stick to the rivers and the lakes that you're used to. Look here. I want to go fast. (laughs) If you're not first, you're last. Uh Uh-huh. Uh-huh. All right, Chocolate Rain. So, you my friend have made your picks I have made my winning picks and now we should thank the people for picking us every Saturday to listen to me accomplish the epic feat of telling it like a TIE is about Hell in a Cell but in order to do that they have to know where to listen to us at so they can pass it to their friends so where should they hear the awesomeness of my picks over whatever the heck you're doing well, the awesomeness of your picks and my melodious voice can be heard <laughs> right here on Anchor FM, FM. Apple, Apple iTunes. Come on with it. Oh, I'm sorry, Apple Podcasts. Come now. on with it. Give it to me. Uh, Google Podcasts. Come on. Stitcher, mm-hmm. Overcast, uh-huh. Pocket Cast. Uh-huh. Uh, Podchaser. Yes. iHeartRadio. Closer. <laughs> Player FM, uh-huh. uh, Castbox Radio Public, feeling the thunder. Uh, Podbean, yes. and last Get but not least, Podcoin. Oh, I'm sorry, Podtail. Yes, yes, we uh. Hallelujah, glory. We are no longer heard on Podcoin uh, due to them shutting down their site. Not that we were dropped or anything. I mean, you can't drop one of the hottest shows on Saturday night. But uh, they shut down their site and uh, essentially, I believe, went out of business. So, yeah, sorry to hear that about Podcoin. Great service. Wish more people would have got in on it, but we still got sixteen other services you can hear us on. So, and only one of them involves tail. Which one is that? Oh, they know. It's the pod tail. <laughs> yeah. So I, I had to pay the fine last week. Thank you. Seventy-eight cents. Yep. And you owe me seventy-nine cents that you didn't get and secure our sponsorship from the tail. Potato. You know what? They make sure you hear about booty. <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. We'll find out. 
Okay. All right. Hold on. So hold, got hold two, tight. Hold you tight. Got two homework hold tight. I need the Liv Morgan picture. And then while I'm looking at it, I'm going to be thinking about you sending messages about tail. Pate. Now, I'm going to be doing it from the Sideline Junkies Twitter account. So, uh, I'll make sure I like, hashtag, retweet, tweet a ladit, get all that up in there. <laughs> I'm getting it all in. Okay. So, so what are our plans for this evening? Are we going back to DC in a little bit? Are you uh you you still on Borderlands three? Um, no, I know we I'm, got Ghost Recon. I know it's so much. Uh, I put a I beat the story for Borderlands three, so I'm gonna hold on that. Um, hold on, Division, because updates coming. Title update six will be happening uh, the next two weeks, but I am currently on the moon going ham on Destiny at the moment, trying to get my light level up to 950 so that way I can retire from that and transition over to the division again full time in the midst of Ghost Recon so I could be double the Clancy, double the fun. So DC okay. going to have to get a little wild up in there for a little bit longer. It's hard out here. It's crucial. It's October, and we're also about twenty-one Wait, days away. You say from it's another the duty, another update of uh, the division. division. Oh yes, oh yes. Man, going to the Pentagon, uh, just... baby. The Pentagon is coming now. We thought uh, uh, Keenan College was one thing. Wait till you get to run through the Pentagon. That's going to be some exciting times, along with the new specialization. So there is a lot of stuff, and the re- retooling and retweaking of uh, all the gear sets. Um, they made it a lot easier to where you only need four pieces to activate all components. So now... Okay, that wasn't the piece Don Rodriguez doing his best robot Im- imitation. That was uh, a little... T-Pain. I was on uh, Auto-Tune. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, hey, you know what? Every year for Money in the Bank, that's what we got to do. You got T Pain because last year's Money in the Bank, that show, our go home show before Money in the Bank was an awesome show, as it is every week. But that was an awesome go home show for us. And we got it every year for Money in the Bank, we got to do T Pain. We can do that. And maybe. T Pain riding on some tail, pod tail. <laughs> and what I was saying before uh, everything started getting robotic is uh, we were playing the division, and I'm finally on world level. I'm sorry, world tier two, because uh, myself and BJ went in <sighs> Rambo the dag on. Uh, uh, was a title basin? No, we did uh, Roosevelt Island. Okay, but this is the thing. I don't know what's going on with the servers, but it was one guy to beat, and we were taking care of everything. I'm talking about we no revives, and we did Roosevelt Island the first time. Man, we got stuck. Me, BJ, and Jimmy, we got stuck. No revives. Nobody went down. We took care of business. It was one guy left. We were doing so much shooting, he took off and ran. 
BJ had to go chase him down. He had to fast travel outside of the zone that we were in, come back in and chase him down and shoot him. <laughs> My guys are growing up. I remember when y'all were just young lads running through <laughs> DC, dying. Yeah. Dying. Like, man, we cannot get out of this one level for four hours. We've been here. Now y'all chasing people down. <laughs> you know what? That's on video. That's documented. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it's like, man. Wow. And we didn't realize we were on the same level in the same part for that long. Mm-hmm. And then you get on and you say, oh, this is easy. Ten minutes, Fuck. we out the door. What in the world? <laughs> yeah, that, I came in with the club bang and baka 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 boss down. Okay, y'all ready? <laughs> man. Oh, man. Don't worry. I got, I got my good old grenade launcher, and I, I've been using that thing. Like, when the black tusks come in and they're coming out of helicopters, I wait till they get on the ground because they stay huddled up. And I, I hit them with the skibbity packs. Just drop oh. that one thing. Boom. <laughs> That's yep. it. But don't worry. Once uh, Title Update 6 drops on the division in a, a week and a half, then more importantly, we're really going to go and jump into the DZ. So what y'all need to do now is unlock each dark zone, uh, DZ West, DZ East, and DZ South. Done. That, that's your mission. I'm done. Unlock them all so that way we could go in there because then you're going to have core weapons that you can only get from the dark zone, and then you're going to have other weapons that you'll be getting uh, depending on what you're looking for throughout uh, Washington, D.C. and the different areas uh, from the different uh, crews and stuff like that. But uh, they're promising that the Dark Zone weapons are going to be worth it, and there will be more named weapons, named gear sets. You know, there's some things that you guys need to get, like the Pestilence, uh, Chatterboxes should be easy to get now. Um, And then we can work on you getting Diamond back and uh, some of the new stuff that they're adding in. And some blueprints and stuff like that. Now, I'm trying to figure out how to mod my drone to make my drone a little bit more powerful. You're going to have to decide. If you're going to go for your drone to be more powerful, you're going to have to sacrifice your DPS, your damage. You can't do Uh, that much damage. And that's the only... I'm hoping they solve that as well. Because the decision... In Division 1, you could have a strong tech and uh, I'm pretty good strong uh pretty good worked out and strong um attack uh with your dps and work it out through you know mods and customizations and stuff like that but in d2 if you want how much tech you're going to need to be able to activate the perks you're going to have to forego everything else and it's not going to work which sucks that's why i didn't even worry about it this time the chem launcher does good enough because uh flame turret is gone oh my goodness and one one of the perks of playing with you is that daggone flame turret ah. that puppy out and you set it the right way they just come right in that status effect takes hold and all you got to do is just get your shots in yep i'm i'm trying to get my gear score up i'm trying to do a lot yeah but so you just got to get the world tier five so you get your gear score up and, you know, maybe we'll jump in at some time throughout the course of this week. So you guys can run in my world again, get some higher <laughs> tier drops. Yeah. Get shot in. Well, actually, actually Jim, hurt. Jim's on world tier five, right? Yeah. He yeah, is. yeah. Yeah. Jump in the, in the time being jumping Jim's uh, world and, you know, just get some drops. 
He's telling me he's got to uh, play my role and go out there and put that work in. And, uh, you know, just do what you got to do, taking those control points and then have him drop you stuff. So yeah, man. You get get your, your level up to be able to unlock the next thing. Let me tell you something. Anybody that's never played a division, you take a control point. I can take a control point right now. Say, you know what? I'm going to bed. I wake up in the, the next morning. The game has continued. They've taken the control point back. That's how – this game is not a, oh, let me play this once a week. I try to at least get in a little bit, if not only 30 minutes. I try to get it in every night, 30 minutes, just enough. So I can try to take control point, see what just I can do. for the city I'm living. Just enough for the city I'm living. Oh, sorry. Um, see. For the new ooh, ooh, Jack see, City. You, you showing your age. CMB. <laughs> you showing your age. Ain't nothing wrong with that, though. Shoot, I could go a little bit further back. OG Bobby Johnson, deuce here, son. <laughs> South Central. South Central. Mm-hmm. Mm. My man Ray Ray in them. Two oh, good man. movies, man. Two good yeah. movies. Very good movies. Very, very, very good movies. But let's let these people go because we done went from wrestling to uh, <laughs> the division to New Jack City to South Central up in the hood. Yeah. And so while we in the hood, we might as well just go ahead because Seth Rollins made it. He survived, so we didn't have to see, you know, somebody yelling, Cuba Gooding Jr. yelling, Rollins, as he's getting shot up. So thank you, uh, Sasha Banks people, for pulling back. <laughs> we appreciate that. It's all cool in the neighborhood. Nobody needs <sighs> to get the drive by as he's trying to not burn down your city. So he skipped all of uh, California. It's all right. It's all right. So we are the WrestleManiacs. You're reigning, defending, undisputed. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Shout out to Edge of Christian's uh, podcast with Totally Reeks of Awesomeness. We know Edge is retiring. I wonder if that ties into him maybe coming back to wrestle. But, you know, it's the end of an era right there uh, in podcasting. So awesome job, uh, gentlemen, on what you were doing. And then we will try to pick up your slack. Yes. And WWE, we know you're listening. I don't have to say if you're listening. We know you're listening. You need a podcast to replace it. Saturday Night WrestleManiacs presented by the Sideline Junkies is where it's at. We are your reigning. Undefeated, undisputed, unmatched, and unrivaled tag team champions of the universe. And we are out of here. Out. Peace. This has been another Sideline Junkies production. Sponsored by Anchor FM. For any questions, comments, or even if you have a show idea. You can always email the fellas, sidelinejunkies247 at gmail.com. Junkies out.